Hello, everybody. This is Dave Zamboni Schneider. Why Zamboni? Because I am the leader of the Zambonis, which is the greatest and only all hockey rock band in the world called the Zambonis. And uh, I, I am very happy to be the guest and also host of Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast today. We have some serious, amazing guests with us right now coming from Austin, Texas. She drives a Zamboni, Renee Deon. Hello, Renee. Hello. There you are, Renee. You're How are you? <laughs> we got Renee. She drives a Zamboni from Austin. And coming in from Tampa Bay, uh, she drives a Zamboni for a not a minor league team, but a major league team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've got Allie Murdoch. Allie, are you there? I'm here. Hello, Allie. So um, my plan today is to possibly have some fun with you and also pit the two of you against each other in a Zamboni trivium game, if you're up for that. Allie's and already beat me. She's already working at an NHL arena. She wins. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. You're an underdog, Renee. Everybody loves an underdog. That puts too much pressure on me. But but first, before we get to the uh, the uh, horrible, awkward, competitive Zamboni trivia game, um, I definitely want to ask both of you how this happened for each of you. So. I'll tell you what, the first one who can answer this question uh, will go first. What is the name of the greatest all hockey band in the world? The Zambonis. All right, Allie, you're going to go first on this one. Um, how the heck did you uh, get this dream job that everybody else wants of driving the Zamboni? So I actually, about, it was like five years ago, I signed up to do the fantasy camp that the Lightning were hosting. Um, and it, which is basically just hockey camp for adults and you like go pretend to play in the NHL for a few days and it's a lot of fun. Um, so I did that. And then on the last day, um, our former ice operations manager who unfortunately passed away, uh, in November actually came over and was like, Hey, you're a good skater. Would you like to be on the ice crew? Um, so it would have just been for skating, like shoveling during, TV timeouts uh, and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to work for the Lightning. Um, yeah, I'll do it. So I started with that. And shortly after I started, the Dan Craig from the NHL was in town um, during the playoffs. And him and Tom, um, they came to me one day and were like, mostly just joking around. They were like, we need you to drive the Zam. Like, we're get we want to train you. We need another female in the NHL. Um, and I think at that point I had worked maybe like five games. So I was like brand new and I just thought everything was like the absolute coolest thing. So I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. Um, not thinking it would actually ever happen. Um, and it just kind of went from there. So the very next season, Tom and my boss now Patrick, uh, started training me and, uh, then I, I trained for like a few years and then unfortunately, uh, in 2018, I think it was, uh, Tom got diagnosed with brain cancer right before the season started. And so I was just the next person in line, I guess, to start driving. Wow. Well, I mean, it's, it's an amazing, uh, 
way to get in there. Uh, it's a little sad and uh, may he rest in peace, but that is just incredible that, that you can pop up from just hockey camp like that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was really uh, amazing, honestly. Um, and everything in a, not the best way, but everything just sort of fell into place and I just got really lucky timing wise, but in a bad way. So it was right. bitter for sure. Um, now they are, is there, there's still an ice crew there, right? The ice girls, do they still have the ice girls? Uh, we don't have, we don't use ice girls. We have a, an ice crew. Um, we don't wear skirts and stuff. Right. Uh, there are some girls on the ice crew and everyone wears the same outfit. That's why I asked. Cause I know the Islanders cut that out and around here, uh, the, the so-called ice girls are no more. And it's a, it's a whole crew of guys and gals just shoveling snow, dreaming of driving a Zamboni instead of carrying a shovel. Mm -hmm. I will, I will say that uh, skating but for the games is also really fun though. And it's less stressful, but I wouldn't trade it. All right, Renee, it is your turn, but I will say this, Renee, you know, doing a podcast for the Zamboni company should be a stepping stone to a possible NHL or Olympic job with the power of some of these people with the Zamboni company. Let's do it, Renee. I mean, it's got to be better than nothing. <laughs> no, you have a cool rink. You're in Austin. You're in one of the coolest towns in the, in the whole country. I do have a cool rink, actually, um, and it's just for hockey specifically. So we don't have to worry about figure skaters or public skating. Um, so that's actually pretty fantastic. Now, what is the name of the rink in Austin? It's called the Pond Hockey Club. That's a good name. I like the Pond. Good I name. Like pond hockey. And uh, when did you start working there? I started working there in 2016. Um, I worked at a, I worked at another rink for 10 years prior, but not only was it not a very cool rink, we, I did not drive a Zamboni there, so we shall not talk about them. Right. Um, and once you got to your new place, yes, you went there with the intention of being the Zamboni driver? Oh, yes, absolutely, because I had already been driving at the other rink for 10 years. So um, they needed somebody else to start working there. It's a pretty small arena, but they were blowing up fast as far as clients and you know hockey. All of our stuff was picking up really quickly, so I stopped working at the other rink. They found out that I was no longer there, and they picked me up really quick. And I was pretty happy about that because I always wanted to drive a Zamboni, for real. And um, I always wanted to work there, but I didn't feel like being mean to the place that I was working at already. <laughs> so well, this is I got lucky. This is a very positive podcast. We we try uh, the Zamboni company is a very positive company. It's the coolest machine in the world. But definitely. But I'm a realist, and uh, I want to bring negatives into this podcast. So here's my thing, Allie. Give me your worst horror story involving doing the ice. So this doesn't have anything to do with the Zamboni, but uh, during. The conference finals in 2016, um, in the morning before morning skate, uh, I went to drill out the goalpost hole and all of a sudden there was a leak with 
green liquids coming out. And at the time I was still new, so I didn't know what was happening, but I figured it wasn't good. Um, so there ended up being a glycol leak and we were probably about 30 minutes. Like we, so it was a long process of uh, fixing it. And we were about 30 minutes away from having to postpone the game. And it was during a conference final. And and you you leaked the green stuff? Was it you? So everyone likes to blame me for it, but the ice in the hole was already slushy. So there was already some sort of leak. I just got to be the one to make it bigger. Got it. All right. That was a very safe story. I don't think the Zamboni people will be very upset about that. Renee, what is your horror story? Any wall, have you knocked any walls down? No, but I've definitely bumped into walls before. Um, yeah. I've luckily learned how to get out of most of the terrible situations I put myself in as far as driving the Zamboni is concerned. I have a three quarter sheet ice that I also have to resurface. And those are some tight corners. Got so it. I've definitely misjudged a corner or two. Neither of these stories were, were very negative, so I'm a little upset, but I can get over it. Um, I think I'd like to bring in uh, a buddy. I'm going to call in a friend for some possible Zamboni trivia for you two. Um, remember, it's just a game, but if you lose, it's a shame. <laughs> uh, Doug Peters, are you there? I am, Dave. How are you doing today? How's it going, Doug? Doug is our regional sales manager for the Zamboni company. And uh, he likes to refer to himself as the intergalactic sales manager. Also, he plans on selling these things on Mars in, within the next 50 years. Once Elon, Musk, once Elon Musk gets people to, to Mars, I'm prepared to go there and sell ice resurfacers. You will resurface Mars in the future. Yes. Um, Doug, I am not uh, knowledgeable about technical things with the Zambonis. So uh, okay. I need your help here. Are you willing gonna, to help me? I am. I'm willing to throw out a couple of questions here. I'm not going to start with an easy one because I think both these young ladies, as knowledgeable as they are about the machines, they're going to know which machine is heavier, whether it be a fuel or electric. Let's ask them a version of that question. How much mm -hmm. does a fuel-powered machine weigh and how much does an electric machine weigh? <laughs> I hear crickets. <laughs> I think uh, I think a fuel powered is about seven thousand pounds, and then an electric is like ten thousand, something like that. Very good, Renee. Would you like I to studied. throw a, a number out? Renee, are you going to go with seven thousand and one? <laughs> we need Bob Barker. Is he still around? He is. I think. Yeah, I don't know. We'll go with Allie's. I don't. I do not know how much they weigh. Okay, a fuel-powered machine. We dry shipping weight is about 6,500 pounds, and on an electric, we call it 10.5, I believe. It's a great, it's a great debate as to what number gets put down on that uh, bill of lading when they go out the door. Allie, I don't know if we told you, but um, the winner of this will get the job at the Camp of the Lightning. Oh, okay. So, um, pot on your tail. So I should start looking for a new job then. Oh, you, oh, a little cocky, huh? <laughs> no, I, no, I said I should start. Oh, you should. Job. 
Yeah. No, no, I I'll, think you're going to do all right. I'll shovel you... snow in Tampa Bay. It's really <laughs> fun. We can take turns. Can take well, that's turns. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks. I think that what we ought to do is get the NHL to have the first all women's Zamboni driving operators for games. I think that would be way cool. Would you would you be up for that, Renee? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Allie, would you would you would you be okay with that? I know how to do the pattern with another yeah. Zamboni, double Zamboni. Okay. Well, that's true. I, don't, I like it. I don't I don't want to step on your toes, Dave, but I, I am kind of curious about this. I, I've been involved in the industry for just a couple of years. Um, goes back to almost when they still were using paddle and chain machines. Have either one of you driven a paddle and chain type machine that stopped being produced in 1964? No, no but I saw one at the outdoor rink in L.A. this past season, and I couldn't stop staring at it. I was like a little kid. Okay. <laughs> it was so cool looking. I've got a friend who runs a rink in Reading, Mass, who believes that we're missing out on a great opportunity and that all machines should be paddle and chain so that the kids can sit and watch it and watch the snow go into the snow bin. So we, we, need, my face. <laughs> we need to get both you young ladies to come to California so that we can get you on the Model A, which was the very first Zamboni machine, and drive that. I've had the pleasure of driving that. Never made a sheet of ice. Never want to try to make a sheet of ice with it, but it's a it's a wonderful machine. So, Allie, I'm going to ask this of you because you drive it in an NHL building, and this is not a knock on Renee. It's just her gig right now. We're trying to get you into this, Renee. We're going to get you an NHL gig if. That's going to become my one of my bucket list things to do. So, nice. and I'm usually that's, pretty that's pretty good at that. That's my bucket list too. Okay, Allie, <laughs> um, how there there was a lady that used to drive down in Tampa, I think, um, years ago. Mary, I think her name was. Um, are you familiar with her? Mm -mm. No. Okay. No. Um, and there was a, also a young lady that used to drive for the Ducks. Uh, on occasion, I don't know. Is there like a small community of lady Zamboni drivers? No, but it'd be cool if there was. I know Calgary has a lady as well. Okay. Uh, I think she got hired sometime last season. I didn't get all my homework done. I'm going to reach back out to the Ducks, and I know the, the young lady's name was Jill that used to drive, and she used to drive at the Honda Center, and then she drove – uh, at some of their practice facilities, but I do know that there is at, and I've tried to go to about a half a dozen duck games a year. Um, there is a young lady that drives for the ducks. I don't think she's a full-time driver, um, but she does drive on a pretty regular basis there. So maybe that's what we need to do is start a Facebook community or what, maybe it's Instagram for young people. I'm not quite sure. I was told by my stepdaughters to never go on to Instagram because um, I would see stuff that I couldn't unsee with my children. So maybe, I don't know, LinkedIn or some of these other social media sites. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like a Facebook group would be cool. I definitely. think it'd be a good there's got definitely got to be a Zamboni song for, for you know, your, your 
your kind. But I, you know, it's, I said to my wife before I did this, I'm like, I really want to ask a question. And she said not to, but I'm curious. Do you guys feel empowered being, uh, doing something that has always been done by a guy? That's my question. They can cut it out if they want, but I'm curious. Uh, empowered? I don't know. I think I think we have to work harder to prove ourselves. Okay. Anything. I think that's definitely true. Well, I think that should that should uh, get the first honk of Zamboni because I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I was really curious about that because, you know. Growing up, I mean, Renee, you were around here. You, you would never, ever see – there's never any girls back there. There's nobody – it's it's just uh, – not only is it a guy's club, most of them were named Mario in this area. So uh, – but – and Tony. Tony, Tom, Mario. They were all the Zamboni drivers around here in Connecticut. But I think it's great that what you guys do, and I, I, I hope you kick butt for the and, – and it happens much more. And I want to write a Zamboni song about you guys, basically. Is there there a band maybe that could do something like that? <laughs> they might write a song tonight, I'm positive. Uh, wow. Well, here's a great question. If you can come up with any title, either of you, uh, I will give you 10% of the royalties. <laughs> There's no money to be made in this business, but I will still give you 10% of any, any title you got um, for a song about a female Zamboni driver. I'm all ears. Email me later, or if you come up with it during this podcast, I'm ready. Um, I do have a, a curious question. When you guys, uh, I'll go with Renee first. When you were in third grade, second grade, fifth grade, and you said, I'm going to grow up to be a, what was it? A sports broadcaster. Oh, really? So you were in the sports field. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything go towards that but that's what i wanted to do that's what i told people and, and what, then was I would, favorite, what was your favorite sport back then it was hockey bill it was hockey back then that's awesome all right Allie, your turn so i well back in like elementary school i would have put like i always wanted to be a hockey player so i after I realized I couldn't play in the NHL, I turned more towards, I always knew I wanted to work for the Lightning. So I turned more towards, uh, I thought being an equipment manager would be like the coolest job, um, but I didn't think that was very like realistic. Uh, but I thought being like a trainer would be really cool too. But then I realized I didn't really like medical things. So that wasn't gonna work either. <laughs> Uh, and, and so that's pretty amazing. Both you guys were in the hockey field and you're still doing it because I wanted to be an astronaut. And I, now I'm just writing songs about hockey. So, those, those are pretty close. Well, I don't know. We're all, we're all dreamers. Like playing hockey on the moon. Uh, thank you, Renee, for referencing the title of a Zamboni song. One point for Here Renee on that one. Um <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a couple other questions I had for you guys. Um, you know, captains of ships, they have nicknames. They, you know, they call their ships uh, good old Shelly or whatever. Do you have nicknames for your Zambonis? And do you speak to them like dogs? Like I speak to my dog. Do you ever speak to the Zamboni? Allie, do you? Uh, we... 
have really boring names. We either say Zam 1 and Zam 2, or I just call it my Zam or Patrick's Zam. So those are pretty boring. All right. Renee? Uh, we use, we use um, Pearl and Betty. Oh, nice. <laughs> Do you have suggestions of things we could, of names we could use, call our Zams? I, I know, but, but yeah, Pearl and uh, Betty are Renee, good. you? Oh, no, I don't know that off the top of my hat because now I just have Pearl and Betty stuck in my head. Well, <laughs> Pearl and Betty seem like old names and I like them. I think it gives the sample only a charming kind of feel. But do you have, uh, are, are you um, running a battery? What, like I'm not, I'm a horrible Zamboni company representation. Doug, hop in here. If I'm saying, are you using fuel or battery? What is the word, what is the proper terminology, Doug? You're doing good, Dave. You're doing real good. I think that I would refer to it as an electric-powered machine, which would then be battery, or would it be a fuel-powered machine, and then it's going to be gas, propane, or natural gas. So that's my question. Which one are you using there in Tampa? Uh, in Tampa, we use propane. Okay. So that's a little older, so we can call her Ethel. Ethel. Oh, I like that. Now, for your newer one, I think you got to be on the cutting edge. Maybe we'll call that one Apple, <laughs> a newer name or uh, something the kids use. Maxine, Max, maybe give Max, them a, a... Maxine, I like Maxine. Maxine, I'm going to send this to your people up in Tampa. Got it written down, Maxine Thank you. and Ethel. I do enjoy Ethel. Yeah, I think I'll name mine Ethel. Please do. Mm-hmm. It, and you should speak to it. I feel you should speak to yours. You should treat Zambonis like pets because they're so gorgeous. And they're right. just the greatest. I wish I had your job, both of you. Darn. Have you driven it, one? It doesn't get old. I've driven one once, and I, I freaked out. Uh, oh. You should do it more often. My father is not a handy guy. He can't open up the bag of potato chips, so he doesn't screw in screws. And I'm similar to him, a little more handy than him. But I was just afraid I was just going to drive down into the ice. I, I, I didn't want to. It was in Bridgeport at the Sound Tiger uh, AHL team. So I just got on and got off. But I just wanted to say I did it. But um, I, need to, I need to step it up and get on one and do the yeah. ice. Now, Dave, oh, you're, yes, you have connections. And, Renee, you have connections to Bridgewater. Did either one of you ever go into the wonderland of ice in beautiful Bridgeport, Connecticut? Uh, I grew up there. I played there when I was 10. Okay. Um, then, I, then you know a lady rink owner, operator, and I'm sure Ms. Fedick has driven a machine a couple of times. I know Lisa very well, yeah. And then you know crazy John. John Ferguson's an amazing character. And, and that rink, that's where the Zamboni shot um, the photos for our second record and did our video, our first video shot on film there, um, away game. It's really, it's an amazing place. It never changed. I don't know if you've, it's changed recently, but boy, some of it has not changed at all. The lockers, the smell, the hot dogs. There is a smell of an ice rink in a locker room when you go in. I think hockey is the smelliest sport. And I think that's what makes it so great because it, everybody gets it. We all have this in common. There's no way you can get the stink out of that gear 
and it's a it's something we all share. Renee, I have got a couple of questions. Um, well, I guess it's one. Who is your hero? You wanted to be in radio broadcasting, doing play by play. That's similar to what what I wanted to when I was growing up. And I again, I don't think you're going to be old enough to know who Howard Cosell was. Maybe you do, um, but he was my hero because he told it like it was. Yeah. And then there yeah. there was a gentleman named Al Shaver who did the broadcast for the Minnesota North Stars a uh, hundred years ago when I was young. Um, who was your hero when uh, you were growing up to do sports play-by-play? -play? Who was my hero? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I didn't really, I mean, who doesn't love a Chuck Gaten, right? I mean, that's where I grew up. That's who I listened to. Was that the Whalers? So, yeah. Yeah. See, that's, I think that's something only the, the nine people that went to the Whalers games really understand. And I love the Whalers. <laughs> it's, it's always fun listening to that broadcaster that you, you know, maybe put a transistor radio underneath the pillow and fell asleep to listening to games, uh, especially from East coast to West coast when the team be out on the West coast. Um, but I, I do have a suggestion for, a name for a machine, as well as I think it could be for a song about a machine. Right, and I'm going go. a little bit ridiculousness, and I think one of the names that gets used quite a bit is Karen oh, by Ro Ro Rob Deerdeck. And I, I think Karen would be a great name and a great song about Wait, a Zamboy machine. Karen? Karen. Karen, but you know, that's currently a thing right now. Karen. <laughs> it's currently a bad thing. <laughs> Are you aware of that, Doug? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm okay. not. So I, what am I missing? Uh, uh, Renee, why don't you explain what Karen is? Well, you're in Tampa, so you may know what Karen is, Allie. Do you know what a Karen is? Um, as far as I know, a Karen is usually the lady who has to always uh, ask for your manager. Oh, that's with complaints. <laughs> that, that, it's amazing that you work for the NHL. You're so politically correct, and so, what a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's what a Karen is. Uh, Doug, when you get off this 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 podcast, check it out. There's some pretty, right. there's some pretty wild Karen stuff going on. So maybe I'll have, I'll have to Google that or whatever if that's the proper terminology now or Bing or whatever thing there we go it out. I, I have another question um ladies do you have any questions of each other of you know tricks or uh do you put a piece of tape on the lid of your machine to give you a sight line what are some of the secrets that you have that maybe you want to share between each other when it comes to perfecting your ice sheet Well, I don't know how to drive a Zamboni in front of 20,000 people. So how's that? How's that go? So it's the same I would need a sight as, line. <laughs> it's the same as driving it in front of one person. It's just a little more nerve wracking. Actually, yeah. to be honest with you, things like high school games and like the random events sort of make it like driving those are sort of more like 
awkward feeling than during the game, like during NHL games. During NHL games, you're so focused on just the ice and what's going on on the ice surface that you don't really like notice the people in the stands. Whereas it feels like more people are watching you at just those random events when there's nothing else going on. Oh, that's true. Even at my rink, I feel that if we have um, a college game at the rink, there's a lot more, I don't know, jabronis on the ice, hanging on the glass than just a normal adult league hockey night. So I guess there's that. Yeah, exactly. So like during a game, it's like, it's usually the little kids that are like banging on the glass and stuff. So that's just cute. That's, um, de that's definitely cute. Yeah. So you're saying you don't get any jabronis in uh in tampa but you get jabronis in austin is that the word you used renee <laughs> it's the word i used yes <laughs> i've never heard that term before look at I, you guys taught an old dinosaur a new trick jabroni. jabroni i like that i love that word i think it was in wedding crashers that he says jabroni in wedding crashers <laughs> That's 2004 so i don't know i think doug it is in your it is in your zone Here's a shirt that we could come up with. We could, and we could have them standing on the glass that could be all the jabronis just standing there wearing these shirts. I love it. I there think we go. We, I think from a, a marketing standpoint, the Zamboni company is uh, they are missing a lot of very sticky stuff and jabroni could be a huge hit with a with the a t-shirt. Let me I'm going to write it down. Let me see jabroni, all right. I that could that be a song. I jabroni could be. Um, I have a question. Um, like, so the background of this is I know Renee and I, I wanted to bring Renee onto this podcast. And then luckily Paula reached out to the big wigs and brought in Allie. But I'm curious, Allie, um, what kind of, what kind of music do you like and, and what do you like to hear at a hockey game? Um, I like a mix of everything. Uh, I'm, I kind of lean a little bit more towards country than anything, but I, I do like a mix of everything. All right. Renee, what, what band do you like to hear at hockey games? Remember the money I'm sending you. Oh, well, yeah, the Zambonis. All right, good job. I can hear the Zambonis played on an organ, straight up. Like, I want to see the organ player in the rafters playing a Zamboni song. You know, we, do not, have, we do have an organ at our arena, so maybe we can make that happen. Oh, great. There we go. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you money, too. And to be I honest. I can't wait to go there. I have yet to go to the Tampa Bay, to a Tampa Bay game, but it's definitely on my, my list of things. So it's cool now to be talking to you prior to going there. Yeah, you should. Um, maybe we could get you a tour or something. I would love that. All right. Well, I'm glad this worked out for you guys, but I'm sitting here all alone in Connecticut. Well, you can come too. All right. I'll, I'll make You I'll can make just perform happen. live at the game. We would love to. Would I be able to get a tour of the compressor room while, while I was at, while I was there? Is it that, depends. What kind of, like if, if you go on like an alley tour, I don't even know if I'm allowed to get people in the building, honestly, but if I could, then yeah. How about yes. if I, if, if I, I come down of, there? Go ahead. Go ahead. And Sorry, we'll, we'll have, that's all right. I'll come down there and just say it's a business call. You're there, Renee. And then I just say, I got to see the compressor room so that I can see how this bad boy works. And then maybe go up into the rafters where those vents are 
and all that fun stuff that we're walking around in at the FOMA meeting. Was that yeah. a year ago, June? Goodness, yeah. long time ago already. Yeah. It's grouper down there. You got to have a grouper sandwich. I have had the grouper sandwich. But Nukes is no longer. It's a parking lot now, isn't it, Allie? Or what did they turn that yeah. restaurant into? Um, I I don't know. They've been doing so much construction. It's probably in a apartment building or something now. Um, I got a question coming back at you guys. Early on in your uh, in your hockey careers, what Allie? What was your first rink that you ever skated in? Like, what was your childhood rink? Though, so I moved to Florida when I was six, but I started skating in Wisconsin. So I started in Kenosha, uh, which is just south of Milwaukee. Yep. Um, but then down here, I played in Ellington. And what what was the name of the rink? Um, when I started playing there, it was JP Igloo, but now it's Ellington Ice and Sports Complex. JP Igloo. See, I maybe you call your Zamboni Igloo. That would be kind of cool. That could be good. Um, Renee, what was your first rink that you played hockey in? When I was a kid growing up, though, I never really skated, surprisingly, in Connecticut. I don't know what that was about, but sometimes if um, if a parking lot got enough rain on it, with, and it never – well, actually, there was a part of a park that would freeze over, and I would skate outside in a park, but that was about it. And then now at the pond, I skate occasionally. Sadly, I just go to work. And I don't skate that much anymore. It's not that Get sad. That. You're still driving a Zamboni, so it's not that sad. I love hockey, though. I love watching it. Are you a Dallas Stars fan? No, I'm a Carolina Hurricanes fan. Wow. And I'm not going to ask who you root for, Allie. Yeah, I think it might be fairly obvious. <laughs> um, I collect jerseys by a player named Zarly Zalapsky. And, uh, he, I have a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey with Zarly Zalapsky, but he never actually played. Uh, he he retired before he ended up playing with them, but I still bought his almost used Zarly Zalapsky jersey only because I love the letter Z, and that's why the Zambonis and Zamboni is one of my favorite things. Renee, you went to school to become a broadcaster. That's where I got my start. So you have a future potential to be a salesperson for the Zamboni company if you ever decided to give up your chops as a driver of these machines because someday I'm going to hang them up at some point in time so um what do you to call if it ever happens and I know it can't possibly happen based on your skill level but what would you refer to a unresurfaced piece of ice that you missed what would you call that? Usually we just say a sliver or something. We don't have like a good name for it. Not a vacation or a holiday or a banana? No, but, no oh, banana's a good one. Yeah. We might have to name them. Yeah, I just call it a scar. Okay. Oh, that's good too. Right. I call it an error. Is that wrong? Um, no, that's accurate. <laughs> but it, it it probably happens so rarely, if ever, that you guys don't have ever come up with a cool name for it. I wish I could say it never happened. Yeah, I have to <laughs> occasionally go back around and pretend like I meant to do that. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, Al Sabaka, 
who's the Detroit Red Wings um, Zam driver, as well as Iceman, been there for just a couple of years. We had him on a podcast as well. So you two are in a stratosphere with Al. Um, he's famous for doing something. Do you know what that is? And then do you guys have something that you're known for in your buildings doing similar to what Al does? <laughs> Allie, I imagine that's going to have to be for you. We don't do anything that involves <laughs> throwing dead animals around. Um, I've actually picked up some of the dead animals that their fans throw. That's not a fun experience. What was the strangest dead animal that hit the ice? Oh, we've only had octopus, as far as I know. Okay. We've had, You're... like, actually, I take that back. We had a chicken nugget once. <laughs> <laughs> did you eat the chicken nugget after it hit the ice? No. <laughs> did, sauce, did sauce follow the chicken nugget onto the ice? I don't think so. I don't think there was. That'd be so rude. Okay. That would be rude. What, what would happen if the Zamboni ran over the uh, the chicken McNugget or whatever it's called? Should be would okay. that affect the ice? No problem. No. No problem. It would go right through. That that That's not as fearful as seeing a puck enter right. the conveyor system, and then you just hope to hear the sound of it get through the augers. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the three of you having a ball talking about that puck going through the otters. <laughs> what about a t-shirt? How bad is that if that if you went over a t-shirt? Oh, that actually happened in Tampa before I started working there. But um, I think they said it took like a at least a period or two to get the shirt out. Doug, do you have any comments about that? Oh, those I've talked with people on on record i don't want to tell people what i suggest to do to get um stuck clothing out of the auger system but it's um it's it's a it's a chore it's yeah. a chore so renee did you ever get up to any games up in new hampshire at the university of new hampshire whittemore center when you're up in connecticut no, I didn't. I had a friend who worked at UNH, though, for a minute. He was part of the sports program, so I did um, I did go into the arena. But Did you ever catch a game there? Or? Mm -mm. No. No, I was they, not able to see a game. I was there in the summer. They have a unique um, experience when they score a goal. There's usually a fish, and a large fish that hits the ice. Um, at the, the college games. And usually it's ripe, um, as in it hasn't been properly refrigerated for an extended period of time. So uh, That is just gross. And yeah. be, <laughs> being a former Minnesotan and being lucky enough to catch some games in North Dakota, um, they like to chuck, if the gophers are playing, a gopher to the ice surface that's not live. Yeah. And if the Wisconsin team happens to be up there, they like to chuck a badger if they can find one to hit the ice surface. So those are things things to, to look forward to. We're going to have to come up with something like, I, how would you get a hurricane thrown onto the ice surface <laughs> in Tampa, Alley? What, what would we do if that happened? Uh, 
I don't know. You almost have to use like, you know, like a science experiment for kids when you make like a tornado in a bottle, Just, like make that large scale into a hurricane, I guess. That's as close as I can think of getting a hurricane. That'd be cool. Uh, Doug, to bring it back to Whitmore, the Zambonis, our lovely hockey band, played there twice with this band, Guster. Uh, we really? played the, we we played the barn there, and it was it was amazing. It was great. Now there there's a gentleman they had a great hockey coach up there, Dick Umilly, for many years, and he if the Gophers weren't in the uh, dance, the Final Four, I would always root if Umilly had his team there because a good a good Italian lad. Okay, guys, I have a question for you. Um, a lot of people have the same answer for this, but I'm curious. What is your favorite movie about hockey ever? Hockey movie. Allie, I'm going to take you first. Um, mine's probably either Miracle or The Mighty Ducks. Either one or two. Three I didn't like because Hans died. <laughs> All right. Those are excellent answers. Renee? Yeah, Miracle's a pretty great movie for sure. You sticking with Miracle? Um, should I have more about no. hockey? I don't know. I like Goon. That was a great movie. I, That's I, I, one, was, I was going to say Goon. Goon's a, a sleeper. It's a good movie. It's very good. There's only one hockey movie. And as much as I love the 1980 Olympic team, Michael Zamboni, this is for you. The 80 Olympic USA men's hockey team is everything can be drawn back. It's like seven degrees of separation of Kevin with Kevin Bacon. It can all, you can always come back to that team. Um, but Slapshot is by far the great, it's, it ranks even higher than Caddyshack. And Caddyshack, everybody knows the lines. When you are going on a bus trip as a hockey team, and not that I've been on one of those, but Slapshot is the movie that goes on that bus. I agree. And that's why I asked Allie um, and Renee the question, because I knew you and I, and maybe Paula would love Slapshot, but that's oh, the that's I love the Slapshot. I really do. Who hasn't seen Slapshot? Allie, you've seen Slapshot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a old time hockey. Movie. It's so great. Dick well, Clapper. You know, my son uh, watched it the other night, and there's some scenes in there that I, I forgot an 11 year old shouldn't probably see. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. so th this is a question. With th this can decide the the trivia championship of them all. There were three people that played the brothers in that movie. What was the last name of the two brothers that were actually brothers in that movie? Wasn't it? Christian or something, Christensen. I don't know. Hockey sticks. Sticks. Why? Why is it not no. Hanson? Hockey sticks. The Christian brothers, hockey sticks. War Road, Minnesota. Bill played on the '60 team and the '56, I think, and his son Dave played on the '80 team. We're back to that. Oh. Uh, I know there was one was a, an actual Hanson. Yes. Very good. Dave. Dave Hanson. Is that... the other one? Like a, a Carlson. Very ah, good. There you and go. There nice. was three Carlson brothers, and where were they from? Jeez, you're tough. Ooh. Are they from Wisconsin? Someone's from Wisconsin. No, they're not. No. None of the none of the three. And there's three brothers that were from Virginia, Minnesota. 
Jack, Jeff, and Steve Carlson. And Jack was playing in the NHL at the maybe the WHA at the time, and he couldn't play. So Dave Hansen came in and was the third brother, and they named him the Hansons. And does anybody know what Dave Hansen does for a living? Besides the going around as the uh, Hansen brothers. I'm going to go optometry. Is he an or, yeah, organ player for a, <laughs> at an arena? Oregon he's, in the, he's in the ice rink world. I know his son played in the NHL for a little bit. Okay. Oregon Dave, Dave Oregon is Dome? the rink manager at Robert Morris University on Neville Island in the Pittsburgh area. And he still has the he's he still goes around with the mullet. It's awesome. Guys, I referred to it before, but uh, there is a censored horn on this podcast that is the Zamboni horn. So if we can all get our timing straight, and it's going to be a one, two, three curse. All right, is everybody ready? Yep. Any curse you want, but try to keep it reasonably not too bad. Here we go. One, two. Three. What did you guys? Nobody said anything. I said curse. Like Allie, I didn't see anything come out of you. And hey, what's going on with you? I swear plenty in real life, actually. You won't swear on the podcast to get a Zamboni horn? To get a Zamboni horn? I I just, I guess I couldn't think of my favorite one because there's so many good ones. <laughs> Fine. Ali, I understand you're a professional, and uh, that's fine. You guys just left I am not a professional. You left me hanging out there. Doug, did you say anything? I said curse. Oh, thanks. Because you said one, two, three, curse. So right. I said curse. <laughs> I follow directions very well. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. All right, guys. Well, I think we're just about done here. Allie, I want to thank you. It's a pleasure to get to see you again. Um, it's I can't believe it's been over a year. It's sad that BOMA didn't take place this year because I think that would have been fun in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Renee, it's a treat to get to meet you. Um, if I ever get down to Austin, which, matter of fact, there's a, a Zamboni relative. I think it's a nephew of Richard Zamboni mm -hmm. that's in the construction industry uh, in Austin. Um, so I hear it's quite the party town. I don't know if I fit that crowd anymore um, unless they have blue light specials for the old people um, where I can get we a We do discount. have a Luby's here. We do have a cafeteria style restaurant. I like that. I like that. That's mm -hmm. good. As long as the cars don't drive into the lobby of them, that'd be all good. Exactly. So, but no, I, I want to thank you both for taking the time. And Ali, I know it's crime and it's after nine o'clock um, your Most way. And there you go. So. Um, Dave, it was a pleasure. Hopefully I get to see you. And if uh, either you or Renee get up to Bridgeport and you happen into the Wonderland of Ice, um, please say hi to Lisa and her parrot and the little zoo that she has up there, along with that crazy guy that runs the pro shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are they all crazy, everybody who runs pro shops? Well, he, I'm thinking he might have been a goalie because usually goalies are a little left of center. Wow. Not quite Say sure. no more. <laughs> there you go. Um, Doug, and it was nice meeting you and uh, you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I know we had a scheduling uh, 
run around, but it was great to finally get it, get it going here. And uh, I really appreciate your time and everything. And uh, you do have the dream job. That is the dream of many people sing about it. I know a guy that writes songs about the damn machine, but can't, can't do what you guys do. So it's really exciting to, to meet you guys and sit here for a second in the, uh, in the internet world and talk about it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks for asking. I mean, I never thought that I'd go from singing, uh, singing with y'all as, as in the Zambonis, you know, doing a little backup for one of your songs to actually going to driving a Zamboni in my life and actually having to move to Austin, Texas to drive a Zamboni, which is also very odd. You guys don't know, but Renee was one of the first like eight Zamboni fans ever. And, uh, and you know, we were nuts to start the band, but she was nuts to just actually think we were okay. So it's awesome. I'm glad you're driving. I mean, there are um, many songs forget, out there called, you know, Don't forget, both movie. you guys, please send me any title that you think reflects or can possibly work for a song about uh, for what you guys do. Guys, thank you so much. Dave Schneider from the Zambonis. We've got great Doug helping out and co-hosting and, and helping helping me out in a big way here. I've never hosted these sort of things before, but it's Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast here on your Zamboni Resurfacing Company Network. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs>